Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. We're here today again to pod another day. We are. Is, is that a thing? Podding? I don't know. I just made that up. I think people think you're weird. Okay. Yes. We are here to podcast. For sure. They think I'm weird. <laughs> I'm like, if you are listening to this and you don't think I'm weird, DM me. <laughs> She's special in a lot of ways. I know. I know. Uh, well, what are we talking about today? Well, I feel like today's kind of exciting. We sort of shifted gears this week because we heard from listeners. It's it's really neat, guys. We've been getting consistent messages from you guys, and it's really fun. It's like not only do we love meeting people from all over the country, all over the world, but we love the fact that you guys are asking us really good questions. Yeah, we got an awesome one from Jessica in Westchester Township, Ohio. Yeah. And she sent that a couple of weeks ago and we've been kind of, yeah. I think we mentioned it last time. We we're like, oh, we're going to do a whole episode about it. And we didn't know we were going to do it this soon, but we were like, let's go ahead and do it now. We're doing it now. Yeah. So thank you, Jessica. Your question was, uh, what is the difference between the expectations versus the reality of actually going into real estate? Yeah. And I think that's huge. That was like, well, that's profound. Why haven't we talked about that yet? Yeah. Um, no, it was a great question. I feel like we've touched on some of the things. Right. Um, like but, a little bit in our new agent class uh, episode in the sure. very beginning, but we haven't talked about it in a while. So I think it's really good to talk Definitely. about. Um, especially with how much you see real estate now in the news and in the media and it's all over Netflix and HGTV. I mean, you are bombarded with this image of what real estate looks like. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what it is, right? I mean, we are Chip and Joanna Gaines at all times. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Fact, she says. I, mean, I sound so confident in that. Yeah. Okay. So, Lizzie, you're up first. Yeah. What did you think real estate would look like before you got into it? And since you got in before me, I feel like this is fair. Yeah. Well, I, to be fair, though, I feel like I had way less knowledge than Johnny did because, so if you guys have heard my background, I didn't grow up here for a lot of my formative years. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up overseas in Sweden and then I went to a boarding school in Germany, blah, blah. So I, I had no idea what real estate was. Like when my parents bought and sold houses here, when we lived here, like I knew nothing about the process. I was under 10. So I, was say, you were teeny tiny. Yeah. I had no idea. And then Sweden does real estate super differently. And I was never there when my parents purchased a house. Mm -hmm. So like I had no clue. I thought it was house hunters, you know, I was on, on board with like what it was. So, you know, I was thinking, preparing for this episode of like, when our, when, okay. So when Johnny and I met, we talked about how like you were looking for a house. Mm -hmm. And so like basically I picked the house out. Basically you did. I hated the house. I did but not want the house at all. What happened was we were one night, like I didn't, I didn't even understand the concept of like Zillow had all the listings. Like I thought that every agent had their own website and you had to go find all the websites. I don't know. I do remember us doing that. Like, like and you got to think back. So this is when we were first dating. So you were probably being so nice to me. Like, yeah, we'll just keep clicking on these random well, websites. No, I don't think I knew any better. I really don't think so. I think I did know more than you did for sure. Oh, for sure. But do you remember we went with that one agent because of how good the photography was? And we were like, oh. She must be on the ball. Yeah, we did. So we we stumbled across a website and we were like, wow, their photos are really, really good. Let's put an inquiry in here on this one house, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you got an email back yep. and you were like, hey, I got an email back from those people and I'm going to meet with that agent. And I was like, well, what is she going to charge you to meet with her? <laughs> I thought that you had to pay for your agent up front. Like and it was like hiring a service. And I don't remember remember knowing any differently. Like, I don't think I knew. I was just like, I'm going to show up and we, I guess we'll see. Yeah. You know? Um, and and that's what's funny is you had already bought a house at that point. I did. I did. Uh, but I used, you know, a family friend um, who is still in real estate and does very well around here. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of like a, I felt like almost like a side deal. You know, like I didn't feel like it was a real transaction, even though, of course, I bought the house. Because you weren't buying it for you. It was an investment property. Right. Yeah, there was that. And I think that just knowing her 
made me think that it was like two friends working together instead of like a professional relationship. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I've had no clue what, what I was getting into. Like I, I didn't, when I said, yeah, I'm going to go get licensed. I did not know it was a commission based business. I literally knew nothing. Well, if you remember, we bought the house and then we got a call back from that agent who said, hey, would one of you guys like to come work for us? Yeah. And I, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. I was teaching. So yeah. you were you were jobless, unemployed. <laughs> Barely. I was almost about to be by choice. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I did not know. I, I was thinking today, like I did not even know what the phrase lead generation meant. Oh yeah. Like, I, honestly, I feel like a lot of <laughs> seasoned agents still don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember sitting in a class and he, some guy kept being like, your number one job as a real estate agent is to be a lead generator, which is true. And I'm like, what the fuck's a lead generator? Right? No, I thought I was selling houses. What <laughs> like, are you talking about? I'm sorry. Am I in the wrong classroom? Like I was so confused by think, what I had to do. I think that is, you know, not to skip ahead, but I think that that is the biggest thing that people don't expect. Going yeah. in 100%. 100%. Yeah. So the whole, then the question goes back to you. What did you think real estate would look like before you got into it? Um, so I had this image of like people really like dressing nice and like professional and in the office and it just being like, like a corporate kind of thing. Right. Ah, okay. Um, even though where we are now and I see it all the time and my eyes roll in the back of my head, you see agents walking around in yoga pants and in <laughs> blue jeans. And it's just kind of like a... a well, blue more, jeans is fine. I wear blue jeans all the time. Yeah. But I wear a suit jacket with my blue jeans. Okay. Yeah. I if, you're gonna wear, if you're going to wear blue jeans. And, and it also depends on the client. Sure. Like, let's be fair. I would say I've honestly only ever shown houses in like athleisure athletic wear what do you say athleisure is that like athletic wear or i guess I, whatever Lord, I anyway <laughs> like maybe i can count on one hand and it's always been with someone that it was like a close friend of ours sure that it was like a last minute like i have to go see this house right now and i'm like look this is what i'm looking like obviously our friends didn't care but yeah i do take my job pretty seriously <clears throat> i do like to look professional mm-hmm. i think that it just sets us apart from the agents who want to show up in yoga pants all the time. What would be embarrassing is if I showed up to a house and they did not know who the agent was. That's what I never want to happen. Like if I, right. if I show up and the homeowner's there or like the another agent's there and they're like, who's the agent? No, you know? I like to think that if I show up with my clients, someone else there should be able to look at us and know who's who. Mm-hmm. Like there should be no question there. Um, and that is without name tags. No, I don't wear name tags. No. Uh, a lot of people do. I subscribe to We Sell Houses, Not Burgers, so I'm not wearing a name tag. Yeah. That's me. I'm on the fence about name tags. I think name tags work if you're, like, doing an event, you know. If you want to network and people yeah, like you a networking. You, yeah, yeah, if I'm at a networking thing, that way, like, if I say my name to somebody and they forget it, that way they can look down and remember it, and they're more likely to remember it if they read it. Like, that's where I'm cool with a name tag. But like just showing houses to my clients, I think it's kind of dumb. With with that point, I wish that everyone wore name tags all the time because I forget everyone's name all the time. Yes, you do. I'm, I don't know why I'm so bad at that. <laughs> Imagine if you were my student when I was teaching <laughs> and I still never knew your name like a year in. Literally, he would come home and I'd, he would never talk about like individual students. He's like, I always I had this one student today, this one student today. There's a reason like, for do that. do you know their names? And he's like, well, I know some of them, but most of them are just buddy and sweetie. <laughs> and it worked. They love it. It's, it's endearment. Yeah. Um, no, I, we give you a hard time, but I remember coming to your class a lot and you would know, you would at least know the bad kids' names. Because <laughs> yes. you'd be yelling at them the whole if, time. If Not yelling, but like teacher knows your kid by the first name, there's probably... Something you need to look into. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. Womp womp. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I thought it looked like. Um, yeah, I just thought really corporate and and put together. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of what I try to do for myself. I think that's wishful thinking for me. That's what I want it to look like. Um, I like being professional. I like dressing up. So that's kind of the way I operate. Yeah, I like it to a degree. You're wearing a t-shirt, no, a sweatshirt from Walmart <laughs> that we bought as a Halloween costume 
two years ago. He's not wrong. <laughs> and leggings that I probably found. Okay, to be fair, we were we had planned to record two episodes last week, and then I got sick with something. I tested negative for COVID three different times, so apparently it wasn't COVID. Mm-hmm. I felt really sick. Maybe it was the flu. Um, so I'm just on the very tail end of it. Like today's my first day that I feel good, and my voice isn't like full man. <laughs> it's only half man only today. Half man. I like lost it pretty bad over the weekend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's why I look like a bum well, as we're talking about being professional. Johnny's in his collared shirt and jeans and that's right. shoes. Okay, I sent him this meme last night. So attacked, <laughs> my God. There was this meme on Instagram I sent him and it was like, what was it like the starter kit for a guy in going his 30s? In his 30s going to a steakhouse. <laughs> and it was like exactly what Johnny wears out on our date nights to a T. <laughs> I like, I, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. I don't know how to interpret I, this. Okay. So to be fair, I did not think it was a bad thing until I saw that meme. <laughs> now you're like, ooh. I'm questioning your fashion choices. Uh, I've f- always questioned your fashion choices, to be fair. <laughs> what about that nice uh, jacket you like so much? The, this the bur- fucking khaki jacket. <laughs> this khaki jacket. And he loves the thing. He thinks it's. He thinks it's hot, apparently. It's the bee's knees, babe. It's so ugly. I remember the first time he put it on, I literally like looked at it and I just laughed like, what is that? <laughs> I think he was it, like, what? I get tons of compliments when I wear it from teachers at school. I'm like, yeah, because they think it's so ugly. They don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> they, they feel like they have to compliment you. You know, thinking back, you might have been right. Oh, I'm for sure right. <laughs> Okay. Well, we really got off on a tangent there. So the next thing we're going to talk about is... um, Well, I don't feel like you really talked that much. That's all you thought about it? You Mm -hmm. only thought it was like... Well, that and you just made a shit ton of money. Like those were my expectations. It was a corporate atmosphere. You showed houses. People were happy. And you sold them. That was it. I didn't even know how much money people made in this job. I had no idea like the average commission. I had no idea. And that's why like I have a lot of like... Things, again, that I wish I would have done when I first got licensed. Mm -hmm. I wish someone would have told me all of this. This is why I'm telling you guys this. I wish someone would have been like, you need to find out what your team splits are. Learn what a freaking split is. Learn what a brokerage split is. Interview other brokers. Interview different teams. Like, find what really is the right fit for you. You need to learn. Yeah. Because I knew nothing, and so I just went with the first team that I was offered because... I thought like, oh, wow, I'm so fortunate to get this opportunity, which it was like, don't get me wrong. It was a good opportunity and it it was what I needed and I am i don't regret it, but I do wish in hindsight, I probably would have looked at some other well, yeah. brokerages and teams. I mean, you don't know. It's the unknown unknowns. You didn't know to ask those questions. You know, you didn't know what splits were. You didn't understand what that would mean to your commission, um, what the expectations were. And I think it's weird for teams in their expectations because you're 1099. And so they're like, here's what we think you should do. We certainly can't make you do it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Teams are very odd. It's like one of like real estate and being on a team in real estate is one of the strangest, like. It is a weird dynamic. Because you can't be told what to do, Mm -hmm. but yet you're on the team or off the team if you don't do the things. So it's kind of weird. It is weird. But. I mean, I mean, it's, it's the way it's done. It's the way it works. And I feel like we make it work for our team. I yeah. feel, like, feel like we do a great job. You do a fantastic job working with individual agents. Like, yeah. I mean, it's what I, I love to do. I love mentoring. I love like helping them get to where they want to be. Everyone seems happy. Wow. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't feel like I'm adequate enough, but I feel like we all have those. Yeah. So, so yeah, I thought everyone made a lot of money because I knew this one guy in particular, um, and he, now I know, is in commercial real estate. I didn't know the difference. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why he makes money. I didn't money. know there were two different things. I didn't know those were separate at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great guy. I want to model my life after him. He's a very good guy. Thank you, George. <laughs> um, okay. I'll, I'll never listen to this podcast, but that's fine. <laughs> um, so real estate in the media. Yeah. It's everywhere. That's a big expectation center for people. Right? So you're going to drive up in your Maserati and you're going to dress Show like... three homes. That girl. Oh, Christine? Christine on Selling Sunset. Oh, man. Yes. <sighs> they don't even... Like, Selling Sunset, there is nothing about real estate with that show. It is literally 2% real estate. I was going to say, no, they don't do any real estate. 98% drama. Well, yeah. 
It's a good show. Which, to be fair, there is a lot of drama in real estate, <laughs> but I can guarantee you it's not catty office drama, unless you choose that. I mean, I'm you sure you choose, can have that. Yeah. You could probably choose a brokerage where you go into an office and no. have that, but yeah. we do not have that. Every once in a while, I'll get in a caddy fight with another agent, like a cooperating agent. Drive me crazy. Well, if they would do their job right, then I wouldn't have to worry about that. That's something that we're constantly working on with Johnny. <laughs> I have high expectations for people. You do. Very high expectations. And the thing that he doesn't remember is that we do live in a somewhat of a small town and you're going to be interacting with this agent again in the future, especially if they're a well-known agent. Mm-hmm. And That's true. you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot when... You know, like, let's say you're the one putting an offer in on their listing next time. And they're like, I'm not working with that agent. Yes. yes. That's a whole nother episode for another time. Right. Speaking of, did you ever hear back from that one that I got in the fight with six months ago? I did. It took like, to be fair, she's, she's not a good agent. Like, I, <laughs> I don't isn't. believe you, but it's like how you handle the situation, whatever. But like, yeah, she took forever to respond to anybody. Well, you should have yelled at her. Um, you don't yell at you don't yell at people. You're I just don't. like petty. I'm very passive. You're so petty. I am petty. Yeah, I'm a petty person. <laughs> I'm being married to Mister Petty. No, um, but yeah, real estate in the media is it's just like what is it like the well it's romance hunters. Yeah, they they show three homes. That's it. Every episode. Sure. Well, we know someone who was on House Hunters. Yeah. We know the agent and the client. Yeah. The client already owned the home. Yeah. And they just kind of... Oh, you're telling everybody the secrets of the show. Oh, sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. (laughs) They already have bought the house beforehand and then they just throw two other houses that are on air or like listed at the time. I mean, just assume that if you see it on TV, that's not what's going on. Okay. That is not real estate at all. I wish they would actually make a real estate show that was like real, like really what we do. We should totally watch hours of someone (laughs) cold call and and lead generate. That's what you're going to (laughs) watch. Right though. There we get into the reality part of this. No, but yeah, I think it would be so fascinating because I feel like we have some interesting things that happen. The only thing that sucks Mm. is like, We don't like talk crap about our clients behind their backs, but we always have opinions behind their backs about what's going on. Like we, we from, from, you know, an outsider's view, we're like, gosh, they should just offer this. They should just do this, this and this and they'll get the house, but you can't force somebody to do. I feel like. What you know is going to work. We could set up like a, um, what's that show that you like? Um, We never watch it. Uh, Impractical, impractical jokers, right? (laughs) What's that show that you like that we never watch? (laughs) Okay, Impractical Jokers, right? Okay, yeah. So like to set that show up, people would have to be like listening in, watching on TV and be like, oh no, they should have offered this because that's never going to happen. Like it would be all about commentary. Like us as agents commenting on a situation of another agent. That would be it. Yeah, that would work. Where it's like not Mm -hmm. you talking crap about your clients, but another agent talking crap about your clients. (laughs) No, we genuinely, I would say it's pretty rare that we have clients that were like crap, you know, talking crap about behind their backs. And And it's not even behind their backs. It's just between the two of us. Like, I wish they would listen to me because I could get them this house. And it's about educating your clients like you did to your clients today. Yeah. I mean, had a great conversation today. You're going to put in a great offer for that house. And I would be very surprised. When someone's motive, y'all listen to this. When someone's motivation is there, they will do anything for an offer to get the house. Yep. You will know very fast if this is the right house for your client or not. When they're like, oh yeah, we'll waive everything, whatever. What do we have to do to get this house? Yeah. I've shown, I showed them seven houses over the past like three days. Cause I was sick all week. And so we went into this one today and they're like, okay, We'll do it. Do what? Whatever we have to do. Just do it. Oh, okay. Okay, then. That's what we'll do. So fingers crossed, because I know it's going to be a hot one. But I think we will, again, Mm -hmm. have the best conventional, like, loan offer. For sure. On the table. We won't. If if they want to do cash, we probably can't beat a cash. But we I, might. I mean, there's a chance because it's a great, it's a great client. Everything's great about this person. If you waive everything, screw cash. What's the big deal? Yeah. I mean, unless you want to close early, which they don't have to. The house is winterized. It's vacant. Screw it. Who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So. So that's kind of the the you know what we see about real estate is right. Again, there it's, is no show out there that depicts what it really is. I mean, it's it's romanticized. It's like glam and. Everyone is, it's it's a show. It's not life. No. Sorry. We started watching Selling Tampa. 
Oh, we got one episode in. Yeah, we couldn't handle the drama. Well, and there's zero real estate in there. Yeah. Absolutely it was zero work, It was estate. less real estate. Like Selling Sunset, at least they started it off in the show, like trying to pretend <laughs> that it was real estate. This, yeah. they're just having parties at houses. <laughs> Which I would love to do. I want to have a listing where I have to throw a party. So let's do that. Take a listing that's worth it. Whatever. All right. Uh, so what is the hardest part about real estate that you didn't expect? Yeah. So I think there's a... Stop moving. I was just trying to adjust. Good grief. I hope our editor can edit that out. <laughs> Excuse my wife. I'm still getting all over a cold. And when I have a cold, I am not nice to mm-hmm. him. Anyways. Okay. So the hardest part about real estate that you didn't expect... Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Lead generation, obviously, is number one for everyone. I didn't even know what the word was. Right. And and I think that's the biggest thing is you are a lead generator. That is your job. Yeah. I mean, you will be writing contracts. You will be closing houses, but that not near as much as you'll be lead generating. Exactly. Like, what is that? Lead generating is your 10% that is 90%, 20. The 20%? Sure. Yeah. yeah. 80-20. 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. Um, like what's the percentage, but it really should be your number one thing that you're invested in doing every day. Um, you know, the, that it being commission based is hard. It is. And I mean, that's something that I don't even, we're still figuring it out. You know, feast and famine is Mm -hmm. what everyone says, you know, and thank goodness we haven't had a famine period yet. I'll say it. I'm knocking on wood so y'all can hear it. <laughs> no, I mean, well, we have. I feel like we we did when, you know, we left the team and we started our own. Yeah, we really took a leap of faith on that one. And we didn't have much for mm-hmm. a while. Like I got pregnant immediately and was so sick and was like not doing anything. Yeah, that's right. And we were just relying on like a few transactions of people that like wanted to use us because they knew us or mm-hmm. like we already had in our pipeline. But like that was super hard for a while. And, you know, we were just laying the foundation for our business and our sphere of influence. Cause before we were building out up someone else's business and somebody else's sphere of influence. Exactly. We didn't even know that we needed to have like a sphere of influence that we were working when we were there. Yeah. Like I, I was told wow. about it, but I did not understand the importance of it until we started our own. And it was like, Oh, we are now reliant. Good grief. I don't know who that is. Someone's calling. <laughs> uh, we are now reliant on, you know, having our own sphere and what. Yeah. Your own sphere, your own leads and working those and prospecting. Um, and I think it was important for us to learn the difference between the leads that we got from the team and the leads we were working on the team and like our own business. And I feel like that's something that we try to do or I try to do with our agents is yes, you are working with us, but this is your business. We are here to support you yeah. in your business. We're very, I feel like we're very different than a traditional team. We've said this before. We're like, we're like one of our agents on her Facebook page doesn't even have anything about us and we don't even care. Like, no, no. like it doesn't bother us in the slightest because she's building up her brand. We want her to eventually build her own team. So like she's already had this built up. We're just kind of the behind the scenes people that are helping support exactly. her. Yeah. I don't have to be like, we don't have to be forefront. Like we put all of our agents photos and their phone numbers on the signs for that, their listings. That's what I want. That's my dream for these people. Like we don't, we're, we're not here to take from them. Absolutely and not. So anyways, I don't know why I got onto that. But well, I don't know. Yeah. So ups and downs, it's com- commission based. So you're, you know, you're just, you have to put in the work, but we did not, I would say it really took us nine months of us having our own like full team where we finally built up and people were calling us. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think that we only survived because we had set ourselves up financially to survive. Yeah. Like we had a rental that was paying off our own mortgage. Yeah. So we didn't have to worry about that. We didn't have hardly any expenses back mm-hmm. then. We had my insurance and whatnot yeah. from the school. Yeah. So but, if you're listening and you're like in a full-time job, you're still building up. Like this is... Use that time. Yeah. that I mean, that's what you have to do. Like don't have a lot of expenses whatsoever. Like just be a lead generator, talk to people. I was mm-hmm. talking with one of our agents about this because she started to get a couple contracts, a couple clients. And she's like, I see it now. Like I see, I don't have time to lead generate. And I'm like, whatever you need us to leverage out so that you can lead generate, you need to leverage out because bingo. if you're not lead generating, you're you're not getting anything. And so she's starting to learn that. And, and I like to pinch pennies. Like I'm like, well, why would I use a TC? Who's going to cost me $300 to, to do a contract? Well, because I'm, I would happily spend that three hundred dollars 
five times over so I can keep lead generating and get more contracts. Like that's what this is all about. Yeah. Um, and that's what, that's what keeps people out of the feast and famine. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get three contracts and they're like, awesome. And they just get distracted and they're not looking forward to the next three contracts. Yeah. And that's what you need to be doing is always work forward. Yep, think, exactly. Think 30 days ahead. Yeah. So, so what uh, else? Uh, I have a uh, competition on here. Uh, I can't speak for anyone in any other markets, but I know that there's at least a, an, a real estate agent on every block where <laughs> Pretty we Pretty much. Live. It like, feels like it. Everywhere. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I didn't expect all this competition. Um, so just know that you are going to compete with people. Yeah. But I feel like going back to the last episode we recorded, like, I think that there's going to be a lot of agents that have to get out this year, like with prices going up, mm-hmm. with how many new agents there have been in the last few years. Like if you, if you're not really ready and you're not there, there's going to be a lot of agents that are dropping out. Absolutely. There are. Just slowly, they'll just fizzle out. And I think we both subscribe to the abundance mindset where there's always, yep. uh, there's always going to be enough transactions. Uh, so like this was actually kind of funny, but what? like we were mad about it, obviously. Johnny had been working a for sale by owner. Oh, yeah. And this is really funny. He had been talking to this for sale by owner for like a couple, like two weeks mm-hmm. and dropped off a pre-listing packet, you know, was continuing to talk with her and she didn't want to do it. She had, it was like a weird situation. She had like yeah, sort of a weird. contract with an agent, but it, the agent wasn't even in the state. It was weird. Anyways, so she was out of that come the new year. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden Johnny got a message from one of our agents and she's like, hey, there's this listing that I'm going to go meet with her. Like I know her and like a ton of people right. that know her. Yep. And then Johnny finally found the address. He was like, you got to be kidding me. You just <laughs> stole this for sale by owner for yeah, me. I went back through my pipeline. I was like, wait a minute. Hold yeah. on a second. Yeah. And we were like, go. Oh, I'll give her credit. Go, Jessica, go. Because yeah. like... If one of our own agents can steal it for sale by owner, imagine the other agents out there. I know, guys. But we're so proud of her. I, I love it. I was more than happy to say, you run with it, girl. All right. You have the connections. She's already got the pre-listing packet. Okay. Just do it. Yeah. Because I guess I guess Jessica was like, well, I'm going to come drop off a pre-listing packet. She's like, well, I think I already have one. <laughs> and, and she was like, from us? And I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Got your name? Well, your she picture. was like, yeah, I see you in here. And she was, Jessica was so confused. Like, yeah. how did you get this? That's why I think she talked to Johnny about it. But it was super funny. We're so, we're just so proud of our agents. And and it's great for us. Like, we would way rather our aid, even though we're not getting much from her transaction. Like, we right. would take a high split. Like, we would rather them work a transaction and give us more time to keep bringing in leads for the team. Like, I know all day. I'm going to hit my goal of 50 homes. All right. This one home is not going to hurt me. No. I'm not worried about that. It helps our team goal. Yeah, That's at the end exactly. of the day, the more important goal to me. I would much rather build her up because mm-hmm. I know we're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So again, there's competition, but like you just have to have an abundance mindset. 100%. Yeah. Don't try and cut people off at the knees. You won't last. All right. Yeah. And don't do and, that. And sellers can see through that when you mm-hmm. say like shady things to try to get the listing and like you're talking down on another person and. There's ways to be, you know, good at sales without being sleazy and like cutting somebody else down. Like you competed for a for sale owner with another agent that was like a friend of the homeowner and she was just nasty. Oh yeah. And the seller came and went with us. Absolutely. Yeah. She went with us. This was her daughter's best friend. Mm -hmm. And, And I took it because I developed a relationship and I empathized with her and I did everything I could to help her. And she was like, I'm so glad I went with you because this other person would never have done this stuff for me. I'm like, well, good. I'm that glad. was one of, I think, our most rewarding clients 100%. we've worked with recently. Yeah. It's always the ones where like you put in the most time, you put in the most effort, you make the less money, the least money that you're like, this is why I do what I do. Like, it, mm-hmm. yes, we talk about the money all the time. It's so nice. It's so worth it. But like, it's things like that, which I'm, I think I get to in another, another slide, but. Right. Um, so other things that we did not expect and. I think it was just, we did not know about being contractors was we lost my benefits. Mm-hmm. We lost my health insurance, my retirement. Well, we knew that when we made the change, but well, like we knew we that didn't. was going to happen. But, yeah. but setting it up on our own end, I think, I feel like we was like, oh, well shit, now what? Yeah. Okay. We had no idea like what really went into yeah. all the things that you, you do get with a traditional W-2. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do, they take all that out of your hands and take care of it for you. Um, at least for me, working for the school system, 
yeah. local government. It, it was pretty good. Yeah, um, no, they did have really good benefits, but like we're not, we're we're really not even seeing a b- big difference in what we're paying really now. Really not. Like our health insurance through EXP is like the same, if not cheaper. Yep. Than what we were just paying our out of pocket portion for the school. Absolutely, and I don't know if we've talked about little Liam cutting his lip, and I was very insistent on us getting a uh, a stitch for his lip. And Lizzie's like, nah, he'll be fine. I'm like, no, we're doing this. This is our baby's face. <laughs> he didn't need the stitch till still in hindsight. I don't think we needed to do it. Well, I'm glad we did. It, they charged us $1,000, but I called them and they're like, oh, out of pocket, 500's fine. Yeah, so our like, what? What? <laughs> the thing that did suck about that stitch was it literally was like $1,000 and 1092 And with our payment plan, everything under $1,000 you pay per incident, mm-hmm. which is great because we hardly ever have any incidents again, knock on wood. Right. But so we're like, awesome. Of course, now we have to pay out of pocket this whole thousand dollars. I'm not going to call the insurance for $92. Like that's pointless. <laughs> and so I was like yelling at Johnny. I was so pissed off. And he called them and they're like, oh yeah, if you're self-pay, we'll just knock it 50% off. And we're like, dang, in the long run, this is going to save us so much for like deductibles 100%, and out yeah. of pocket max. Like it's so much better. It's I'm, great. I, I don't know if we've been with this med share long enough to to endorse it like 100%. Because we haven't had to use it. We haven't, exactly. Yeah, we just don't use it. Uh, we're healthy people, thank God. We're very, yeah. We, we don't really go to the doctor very much. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, if you're not, if you're pretty healthy, like this is a great, great plan. Yeah. And even if not, $1,000, like again, if Liam breaks an arm, we're well over $1,000 at that point. Odds are good if you're listening to this podcast, you are a young professional. Yeah. And I would endorse it for your situation. Yeah, but they have other plans. But this is just the one that made mm-hmm. the most sense for us. Like right. they have tons of plans that you can look into, and again, costs are higher or lower. Yeah, depending on that. So, but I don't know why we got on health insurance. Moving on, make sure you're saving for taxes and for your own retirement. Mm-hmm. Those are two separate accounts. They are not the same account. I'm going to say that again for those of you in the back. Taxes and savings are two different accounts. Yes. Okay. You are not saving for taxes. If you do, your savings are not your taxes. No savings. They're you have savings for taxes and savings for yourself. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Uh, being your own boss. I also have, I actually have twice on the yeah, slideshow. you do. Uh, it is hard. Yeah. It is hard because who demands you show up at the office? Nobody. Just you. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And, and we've talked about being uh, accountable to your calendar, right? Yeah. And how important that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being your own boss is, is tough, mm-hmm. but it also has great benefits. Um. Moving right along, uh, the pleasant surprises of being in real estate. Again, being your own boss. Yes. It's great. I have in my schedule every day a lunch meeting. I try to schedule a lunch meeting with someone as often as physically possible. Yeah. I block that out because it's an opportunity, one, to go out and have a nice lunch, and two, build relationships. Yeah, that's all we're doing is building relationships, whether that's having yeah. lunch with and we'll talk about this in a little bit too, clients or having lunch with vendors, you sure. know, just um, friends. Like, yeah, or just other professionals. You yeah, know, who, even other yeah agents. Who can help us. Yeah, oh man, I would love to have as many lunches with other agents as possible. Yeah. You know, just have those relationships because you are working with someone. A cooperating you're, agent yeah. is someone you're working exactly. with. Exactly. You're always going to be working with another agent here. Mm-hmm. So it's really good to be in good graces, I guess, with other agents and have a good reputation. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, being your own boss, income possibilities. Gosh, we can't talk about that enough. Like I had no idea, guys. <laughs> I literally had no like I thought I thought a hundred grand was like the pinnacle of success. Like I thought that was that. Yeah. What man <clears throat> I was wrong. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I haven't even talked to you talked to you about this and I'm not trying to say this to brag whatsoever because like We've worked very hard for this, but Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say this to brag. But when I calculated like how much we made last month and this month, it's almost exactly what your salary was for teaching. You don't have to tell me. (laughs) I think about that shit every time I go to bed. I'm like, yep, I could be teaching right now and wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Nope. I made that salary last month. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's just insane to me. We've had a good, a good run. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, again, like income, you, you will make this what you want it to be. The more work you put in, the more money you can make. 
And if you don't, like, guys, there's nothing wrong with not wanting to be the top agent. Like, I, I can't stress that enough. Sure. Absolutely. I think that's, that's like, fair. Yeah. I think there's so much pressure at certain brokerages, like, to be in the top three. I'm not going to say what brokerage. You just, like, always feel a lot of pressure, which it's good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you want to strive to be really good and you want to you want to get in those top spots because it does help you with, you know, sharing that with your clients and showing that you're doing a really good job. Right. But guys, like if you're doing this and you know how much you want to make to be able to have the life that you want to live and not, you know, some there, there, I see agents all the time in these like lab coats agents Mm -hmm. and like that are just like never stop working. And like, we're, we're not here to live this life and just work 24 seven. No. I mean, I do like to be, I'm a workaholic. I am. I know it is a problem. I should see a doctor, uh, but I do like that lifestyle. I, I like to work, 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 and then rest. Give myself some good playtime. Yeah, know? I don't like to work. <laughs> I, no, I do. I like what I do, but like, I'm not. I'm not as motivated as you for see, sure. To me, um, and and maybe it's because you handle the finances. <clears throat> I have no idea what's in our banking account. I have no idea who we owe what to. To me, I feel like, and I was saying this to Dustin yesterday a lunch date. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I feel like I work for free because we get commission checks, but I never see them. I have no idea, but it, it's really not. Believe a me, <laughs> we're not working for free, <laughs> first of all. And yeah, but hey, finances is stressful. I mean, I, to me, it's fun. It's not even about the money. It's, it's about the accomplishment of, of closing the deal. I would yeah. just love to close as many deals as I can because to me, it's like, Badass. No, I do it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously, I want to retire in like six years and move to Puerto Rico. Six years. Oh God, I thought we had ten. Well, we did. Well, I have ten. I'm not. You're you're never going to retire. Are you kidding me? You would you would go crazy. I would go crazy. But what if I was like a, a surfing surf instructor, Puerto Rico? I've never surfed, but that would be something else to learn. No. Okay. Well, whatever. I actually don't even know that I want to move to Puerto Rico either. We'll see. Didn't ask. Oh. <clears throat> I saw let's, an, let's see who makes the decisions. I saw an article just this morning about how people move to Puerto Rico to avoid taxes. I knew that's what they were doing. I knew it. I'm like, all these people I follow live from Puerto Rico and that's why. Oh, I know. Like I went to Dodge and Texas. a conference recently and like half of them, <clears throat> the, the speakers lived in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And someone like called him out about it. <laughs> like on stage, <laughs> they're like, you're just dodging taxes. They're like, yeah. I and, mean, and yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Still um, getting... Pleasant surprises, uh, branding and social media creativity. Now, I don't like to get stuck in the weeds about this. I feel like a lot of branding and stuff can can be misguided um, ambitions. Um, and, you know, some people confuse being rich and being famous. They're two different things. I would rather be rich than famous. Um, but, uh, but, I mean, we don't even need to be rich, like. We're good. I, like I, I still like I would I would like to be rich. I'm just putting it that. Yeah. How rich? Well, don't ask me that. Like I'm on Breaking Bad and we're looking at my <laughs> pile of money or right. anything. Like we're not that rich. Well, like <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. I saw this. Um, I follow Sharon says so on Instagram. You don't know who she is, but anyways, she's like someone who talks a lot about like the government, and she does a really good job at having no political affiliation. I have zero idea where she lies on political spectrum. And I Mm -hmm. love that. She just gives fact-based. She teaches about the government, like anyways. But one thing she was sharing about, because something they do is um, they raise money for this company organization called RIP Medical Debt. Mm -hmm. And it's this like nonprofit that buys medical debt. Cause that's how like collection companies are. They are buying the debt on like pennies to the dollar. And then they just forgive. So like if you donate like $10,000 to this organization, it's worth like a million dollars in medical debt for somebody else, like paying this off for oh, somebody see, else. Yeah, so it's really, really that. cool. That's great. Yeah. So wait, where's that going with this? Uh, being rich and how you don't want to be rich. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. 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 So she's like doing some campaign. I don't know. Uh, some guy wrote a book and if you buy the book and mm-hmm. I don't know, he's donating like $20,000, which is so much in medical debt. Right, yeah. If they get so many pre-orders, so obviously it's like a collaboration. Um, but she was like talking about how like people don't understand like, like rich is like when you're rich and you just have a ton of money and you're just spending it on lavish things, like you're never going to be satisfied. That's so true for sure. Like it doesn't, 
it's the people that are rich and they're constantly giving back with their money and that is satisfying. And like, I have found that I was mm-hmm. thinking about it last night. Like when I saw this and was thinking about the concept of like, when we give back as our team to like the foster care and doing those Christmas sure. gifts for them, yeah. like, oh my gosh, it means so much more to me with, the, with our yeah. money. I would way rather our money go to things like that. So and like, we're not trying to be rich to just get rich and have stupid shit. Cause we don't no. even buy Again, wearing a Walmart fucking sweater. I, I would love to buy some stupid shit, like a new deck. I, I mean, I dream about my new deck. Yeah, but. we well, we dream about like house things and things mm-hmm. to make our life more functional and practical and, and, and things that we would enjoy. We do dream about stuff like that. But we like, like I even see like million plus houses and I'm like, I don't even know if that's something I really want. I don't know if we'll ever live in a million plus house. I don't know if that's something. I mean, probably by the time inflation hits where well, we are in our life. Fair, but yeah. like a, a million dollar house right now, probably not. In Georgia, for all of you listening, in California. Yeah, they're like a million dollars. You can't even buy anything with a million dollars. Okay, so um, we got to circle back. Yeah, we got to slow down. We're at 40 minutes. Um, So yeah, branding and social media. It is fun to develop our own brand. Yeah. All that being said. um, Don't get our dog's just crawling up into the video. Sweet puppy dog. Um, She always does this at the end of it. I don't know why. And we talked about relationship building. Yeah, that was the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Like I, again, some of my close friends now that I have came from them being past clients. Like we just really got along well. you would never have crossed paths with them. No, I probably wouldn't have. Like I would never have gotten the opportunity. When you get the opportunity to get to know someone on a level, like helping Mm -hmm. them buy a home, like you learn pretty quickly, like, do I want to be friends with you outside of this or not? It's an intimate relationship. It is. I mean, it's very much into your business a little Mm -hmm. bit. But like, I can think of one of my really good friends, Jennifer, like she was just a past client and yes. we've just like stayed good friends. And now and we're we like- we love your cookies, Jennifer. Oh my gosh, we she brings us Christmas them. cookies and like we, like she just does stuff for us. We'd have to do stuff for her, yeah. like just good friends. And and also, you know, some vendors, like we have one lender, two lenders in particular, who we're very good friends with. Yeah. Love them. I yeah. mean, they're just great people. Yeah. It's the people you meet. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so then we're going to kind of wrap it up with, we got another question from Reese from Durham, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And he asked like, what does a typical day look like for us? And that was a really good question because I know when we talked about time blocking, we talked to like a little bit about it. What? Uh, There was something in her hair. I got it. Okay. Just like, you looked like it, you like hurt by her fur. I'm like, what are you doing? No, I did not want to hurt it. Um, So yeah, so if you're still with us at this far in the podcast, um, you do want to stick around, though, for a reason we're going to announce something at the end. That's true. She's not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. That got really awkward and quiet all of a sudden. I, <laughs> Anyways. I, I'm just sitting here petting the dog. <laughs> okay, so Reese was wanting to know, like, what does a typical day look like? And so I thought I would kind of run through our schedule of, okay, again, we've been out of it with my parents being here. Then mm-hmm. we got sick two days, at, or I got sick. Me and Liam did two days after they left. So, like, we've still not got back into our normal routine. And then our nannies got had a COVID exposure this week weekend. So we have to wait the five days for her to come back just to be on the safe side. Nannies are no good if they don't show up. Okay, <laughs> She's amazing. But like, <laughs> we're like, okay, we are drowning here, but we've been sick. It's just nuts. I feel for everybody right now. Everybody's getting yep. sick. But like, okay, so for, I, this is the example of a day that I gave him. This is my Thursdays that are like kind of, a big day. Actually, this is not a gym day for me. This is gym day for you. Mm, but Which hasn't happened yet this year. I know. Neither of us. Because again, we've been sick. And yeah. with COVID, we're just trying to be a little more cautious right. about being in a gym and environment like that. So, like, But we oh. do advise everyone to go to the gym. All right. Yeah. Good health out. benefits. And it just helps you work harder and be stronger. <clears throat> when just, I Just do it. So I only get to go three days a week because of course we have a son and two of us or one of us has to be here at all mm-hmm. times. And so like we trade off days. So like if it was a gym day for me, I would wake up at like 5.45, get to the gym. My class is at 6.10 and then do the class. It's like 20 or 30 minutes. It's not long. It's a hit class. And then um, I get home by seven and then Liam's up around seven. So mm-hmm. then we have breakfast and Liam time that's blocked out on the schedule of like, this is when we're getting ready. This is when we're doing breakfast. This is more just having family time in the morning. Yeah. Just like, We'll call my mom every morning on FaceTime, like things like that. We just do during that breakfast slot. <clears throat> and then at 830 is when we would go to the, the office. I have a call with one of our agents at 830 sometimes. Um, and so that would be, I would go a little earlier or mm-hmm. like I would just do it from home. One of the two. 
And then we're at the office by 8.45 because our nanny gets here at 8.30. So we're there at the office no later than 8.45. We have lead gen time blocked off from like nine to noon. And sometimes we have to put out fires in the middle of it. Like it just is what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely, sure. I would recommend, this is what I, I actually prefer to do is like go in, get to my emails for 30 minutes, go through everything that's been happening overnight. That helps me too. Yeah. For just sure. figure all that out. And then like, you know, so like by nine 30 jumping into lead generation, we have till noon then yeah. go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, yeah, I like to go ahead mm-hmm. and just knock out those initial emails as well because you're starting the work day and then you are responding and getting things in other people's email addresses. So, yeah, so they then, can start working. Yeah. You don't lose a business day. Well, exactly. And a lot of, you know, closing attorneys, lenders, mm-hmm. they only work normal hours. Exactly. So we have to get stuff in their inbox in the morning. Gosh, I'm losing my voice again. <clears throat> so um, lunch meeting we have on the schedule that, you know, we have, we, we each try to meet with someone separately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we do a lunch meeting together mm-hmm. where we're discussing different things, but typically it's lunch meeting. Um, then I get back to the office after lunch. I have three back-to-back training mentoring mm-hmm. sessions with our agents and our nanny go, leaves at three. So since I have those, those days, like Johnny has Liam time from three to four right? where it's just dad and Liam time. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And then I get home by four and then Johnny has that four to six window to go on a listing appointment. And, and we did that intentionally. So when you tell people what time you're available for things, um, and, and this is one of the best pieces of advice I'd ever heard was give them the two times. All right. Don't ask them what's best for them because they're going to give you time. That's and not it's probably not going to work it's, for you. It's not great for you, but you're going to work it out and it's going to throw a wrench in your schedule. Yeah. All right. You, you are the professional in this situation. You're the doctor, the dentist, or whatever you're doing. Okay. So you give them these times and I set up four to six because people are going to be getting off work and it's going to be before dinner. And it's going to work. All right. So that's why we intentionally made it four to six. Yeah. And then, so then four to six, I'm here with Liam and I like to cook dinner. So it mm-hmm. makes sense then for me to have that time. Um, and this is just three days a week that we have those time blocked. Right. And then obviously we do fit in listing appointments otherwise or buyers. And we have to show, you know, we have to do showings too for buyer clients. Yep. I mean, you just have to fit it in. And then the other thing that I have on my schedule is like, um, our transaction coordinator puts in our calendar any big important dates for any of our transactions. Mm-hmm. So like I have a due diligence expiring tomorrow for some sellers. And so like trying to figure out, do I need to be doing anything for that ahead of time? Like what does that look oh, like? Yes. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. We should do a whole show on like just the breakdown of what you do working <gasps> we need contract. We Katie on. Oh our gosh. transaction coordinator. We'll have She's her on so sometime. She's so much more fun than us. She's so fun. We went to Vegas with her. I we had so Katie. much fun with Katie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll have her on too mm-hmm. at some point. But um, that's kind of what a typical day looks like. It changes every day because again, real estate, you can't predict anything. When clients need to see houses in this market, you have to remove your schedule. I mean, yeah. yeah. You oh. want to put, put things in in pen, but in reality, everything's in pencil. Yeah. Most, I mean, you really should not try. If you have to move something, move it. Don't erase it. Move uh, it to another time slot. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. Good call. Wow, we're getting really long-winded on this one. Um, okay, so instead of doing a question today, mm. I'm going to make just a slight announcement that you're going to definitely want to tune into next episode. Yes. Because we're going to be doing something fun with our listeners. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> I'm not going to announce it because we want to do it at the beginning of the show. I, okay. So I had a thought about that. Uh, uh, and John, we're just going to edit this part out, brother. Uh, why don't we go ahead and tape this and have him put it to the front? Yeah. But what about the video? <laughs> well, you know what, YouTube, you just get to see behind the scenes. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. No. I think it's a good idea. I'm leaving this in our podcast no. episode. I think this is hilarious <laughs> that we did not, we forgot to talk. Okay. So we talked about this before we recorded the episode and then we forgot to do it at the beginning of the episode is what happened. But we're going to put it at the beginning. Okay. I have made this. I'm waiting. We're doing it next episode. Are you serious? I'm serious. Now people um, really want to know. Well, they have to wait. I'm. Uh, what we're going to just hint at is it's interactive with you guys and there's a prize potentially if you do it. I think that's crazy. A meteor could strike us at any time. And then you guys wouldn't get to know what's going on. But but she makes the decision. <laughs> <to do that. laughs> 
<laughs> He's right. No, this is your teaser. If you've made it this far, then you know to be looking for it. And I was going to say, we could have like a code word that if you like, if you listen to this. What full, is this? Like a radio show? I'm going rogue. I yeah, love you it. You are. Okay. So like we can have like a code word that if you, if you heard about the announcement in this episode first. What are you The doing? pre-announcement in this episode first. The next time when we actually announce it and we tell you what to do, then you guys can give us the code word too. For what? You'll find out if you tune in next week. <laughs> to what end? <laughs> okay. So the code word is gonna be <laughs> atomic. <laughs> okay. You guys ever seen um, the usual suspects? That's what just happened here. She looked around the room, saw a word and just went with it. <laughs> Hundred percent. I'm laughing. I'm crying. I think this is so funny. Okay, so yeah, this is just for those of you who lasted 50 minutes into this episode. I know we've gone really. Long. No one has listened to 50 minutes if, of this episode. If any of you no people one. send me the word atomic in my DMs when we do this giveaway thingamabob, you are so wrong. You get an extra entry. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is hilariously crazy now. Are you mad? I'm not mad. I have had an entire mug of red wine. I am not mad. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? If you lasted this long and you just found that out. I had no idea. Even How did you not know? It is dripping red <laughs> okay. wine. <laughs> okay. That's so funny now. Because I'm like, what if you put on his lips before he drank out of that mug? I thought you went and grabbed like one of my chapsticks or something with like a coloring in it. <laughs> nope. That's, that is red wine dripping Yo, down the This episode got really twisted at the very end real fast. Oh my gosh. I still okay. have no idea what you're doing. Now I know why you're like, I don't know what she's doing because you're drinking. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. But again, atomic is the keyword. And if you do what we tell you to do next week, you might win something. And with that, I'm going to sign us off. Go ahead. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>